What's up, guys? This is episode number 11 of the Big Ben Strongcast. Uh, doing a little bit of a new format on these today uh, and coming soon in the future. Uh, we're going to do some shorter episodes while I'm out here walking my dog. Uh, so today uh, we're going to be talking about um, the three biggest mistakes that athletes make in the clean. So, you know, Big Ben, we've been working with a lot of athletes recently. Uh, with all the Leon County shutdowns and everything, and um, just been able to be exposed to a lot of different coaching styles from these athletes from coming from different schools. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the common themes seem to be present. And so um, really the biggest things that we're looking at is just not knowing where to put the hands and the feet uh, and then not really understanding timing. So the hands and the feet thing is super simple. Um For the most part, everybody should have their feet inside of the lines on the barbell. So the lines would be where the knurling starts in the middle. We need to have our feet inside of those. And then we need to have our thumbs, thumbs distance away from those lines. So that should mean that when you stand up, you've got your thumbs just outside of your hips. There's going to be some adjustments that can be made based on limb length and everything. Um, Another good example of that would be having your feet straight down. When you look down, right, they shouldn't be outside of your hips, but they should be completely vertical. Um, and then your hands being outside of your hips, that's really the biggest way to make sure that your hands and feet are in the right spot. Uh, another good way to think about it is when you are setting up from the ground, your arms should not affect what your knees do. So that means that you should not have your elbows pushing your knees inside of your ankles when you are setting up. Your knee should stay over the top of your ankle or slightly outside of it, and your arm should not be affecting that in any way. All right. So that's one of the most common mistakes that I've seen, but it's also one of the easiest ones to fix. The problem with this is you just have to put in the reps and time to fix it. All right. And that's just getting th- that's just putting work in on it. The more often that you practice it, the less it will become a problem. Uh, the next thing is tempo timing in the pull which is a little bit harder of a thing to fix Um, but a lot of players think that they need to rip the bar off the ground as fast as possible and they say oh the clean is a fast lift i need to be moving fast on this Uh, the problem is when you pull off the ground as fast as possible the only thing that can happen is you get slower during your pull which we don't want we want the fastest part of the pull to be from the hip contact point to our getting under into the squat we should not be moving as fast as possible right off the ground that is only going to make us slower towards the end of the lift so instead what we want to be thinking is control off the ground not necessarily slow but having some control off the ground uh, while you start your pull instead of uh, ripping the bar off the ground so some things that you can do to help fix that uh, there's a variation where you do a slow pull uh, and so you can have a, bar, a partner counting out for you, you know, three seconds before you hit the hips. Uh, another thing that you can do is a pause one inch off the ground. That will allow you to kill any momentum that you have before you do the majority of the clean. Um, those are the two biggest ones. Oh, and then the last thing, a lot of the time it might also be a strength issue. They don't feel confident in holding position right off the ground. So we do what are called quiet pulls or slow, clean pulls. 
where we're going to do a clean pull uh, off the ground, hit all the positions that we're looking for. But on the way down, we're going to go as slow as possible. And what you'll find is that athletes that have a hard time with this have a hard time with it when they get to right around the knee on the way down. And that knee position is a lot of squatting the bar to the ground, which is really what we're looking for on the pull, which kind of leads me into my next part, which is um, thinking that the pull and the clean is a pull and not a push. When we are picking the bar for the Olympic lifts, whether that's a clean or a snatch, we want to be we want to think of it as squatting the bar off the ground instead of pulling the bar off the ground. The reason for that is if you think about it as pulling the bar off the ground, your hips are going to shoot up way too fast and you will get over the bar and then to produce all this power that we need in the hip, you are going to end up using mostly a lot of back and arms, which is not really something that you want. Uh, instead, we want to think squat the bar off the ground that means keep the hips low the whole time that means trying to fight for tension in the quads uh, instead of letting it shift to the hips and letting your hips come off the ground all right so something that you can do to work on that uh, we can do either block cleans right where we are kind of forced to hold that position a little bit better those quiet pulls reinforce proper position on the way down um and then the last thing would be, again, those tempo pulls or the slow cleans, right? Where we are going slow enough that we can remember that we do not need to move as fast as possible. We can also remember that we don't need to um, let our hips shoot up off the ground, right? So those are really the three biggest things that uh, I've seen from all of our athletes that have come in from all the different schools. You really want to try and work on that, guys. We are currently changing up our membership options uh, to be available to as many people as possible. Uh, so we are going to have basically an A group and a B group. You're going to be either a Monday, Wednesday, Friday person or a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday person. Uh, and you can come in in the afternoon after school, either at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, or 5 o'clock. And the three-day option is only going to be $50 a month. So we're looking at $50 a month for the best strength training that you can get in town. Uh, and, you know, if that's not something that you can really afford, we also have a remote option. The remote option is a beginner program. It's four to five days a week, um, $25 a month. And it is really, really great for somebody who is too far away from the gym to train, but still wants to figure out how we are training and what we're doing to get such great results. So if that's something that you're interested in, guys, go to www.bigbendsc.com. You can go to the store where you can find all these different things. Or if you want to uh, just learn more, go to the blog or our YouTube channel or check out more of these podcasts that you're listening on. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye.